episode 90 of the FLW podcast from Hot Springs, Arkansas, home of the Forestwood Cup. Oh yeah. I'm Jody White. I'm joined by the one and only Kyle Wood. Hey, hey. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Anyhow, we we just got through with registration. We're kind of sitting back at the hotel recording this podcast, waiting for the red carpet to start, and then of course for the cup to start tomorrow. Uh, what we're going to do, we got a couple of good interviews at registration. One with Anthony Gagliardi. Looked pretty in-depth. Took you guys a while. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then another one with Wesley Strader. Some of you might already have seen that because we had it on Periscope the whole time. Uh, and then, um, so we'll play those, and then I think we're going to talk Cup. I think that's basically going to be the I think whole so. deal. Yep. Maybe we'll sprinkle in a little Dardanelle. Maybe not, but it's a... Uh, we'll feel it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens, and then we'll be on our merry way and out to cover and watch somebody win 500,000 this week. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the interviews. And now we're joined with the reigning Force Wood Cup champion, Anthony Gagliardi. Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, uh, let's cut right to the chase. We're back here, Force Wood Cup. Um, you got an opportunity to be the first guy to win two cups. It'd be kind of incredible to do it back to back. How just how did things kind of set up for you this week? Um, Maybe we start back at, is Murray, um, are there any similarities between Murray and Wachita that you could kind of connect with and, and, you know, it helped you feel a little more relaxed out there? You know, coming out here, I envisioned that there would be um, more similarities than what I've seen. You know, okay. I'm familiar with this lake a little bit. We've been here a couple times. Sure. And there are definitely some similarities in the way these fish behave, but um, I wouldn't say that it's not fishing like like I would fish Murray right now. Okay. Um, at least in my opinion, there's just there's not as there's not as much of the same stuff going on as what goes on at Murray. And, and what is go, what what does go on here now, like what would happen back home, is not very good. It's okay. At least not it's not as good. You know, okay. there are some similar patterns you know taking place, but it's just not they're not as strong as I feel like they would be back home. All right. Uh, I figure we'll just kind of break down. Um, you know, some of the stuff I've heard, you know, we're sitting here at registration and I've talked to a bunch of guys. Um, basically, one one thing this week, it sounds like a lot of guys are seeing a lot of brim on the bank, um, not necessarily a lot of fish around those brim, which has been a big player here in the past. Um, did you investigate that at all this week? Yeah, and I can, you know, I can attest to that. That's, that's definitely the case. There's a, a ton of bluegill on the bank right now. I mean, there's a ton of spawners and there's just a lot of them that are up there um just they're just up there they're up there shallow you know and, and three three foot all the way to the bank and the, I've, I've spent a lot of time looking and seen very very few largemouth around them you know okay. i've caught some you know i've caught some around them and i've caught some largemouth up shallow but there's it seems to me it's almost like they're completely you know, oblivious to the fact sure. that those brim are there. Sure. You know, there are some largemouth shallow, but I, I, where I've caught them, sometimes they may be close to some of those brim, and then some some of the bites I've caught, I've had, they've not been anywhere, you know, remotely close to them. They may be on the other side of the cove where there's no brim, on the other side 
there's rim from one end to the other, and you know that's not where I get my bites. So, okay. Um, you know, somebody will catch them doing that. Obviously, I mean, right. there's always going to be somebody that'll, you know, they'll pull in somewhere and they're going to catch some fish on those brim, but it's it's not a very strong pattern in my opinion right now. Now let's go on the inverse of that, and when we move out a little deeper. Um, I, I would imagine you also check some offshore stuff, whether mm-hmm. it's brush piles mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, any, like standing timber, kind of maybe schooling type of stuff. Um, how did that look in your eyes? It, it's tough, too. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of bites to be had, I feel, out offshore um, around the brush. And, you know, just, you know, I caught a lot of fish just out graphing, you know, just okay. get on a trolling motor and, you know, you're going to graph fish. And, and they're easy to catch, but there's just not a lot of quality fish out there. There's a lot, a lot of, of little a lot spots. Of sp- a lot of non-keeper spots. Yep. And, and a lot of just keeper spots. I mean, okay. never, never really any quality spots. And yeah, I've caught a largemouth here and there, and they've been a little bit better quality fish. But there's not um, nothing that I could go back and try to target. It's just you get you'll get a random largemouth mixed in somewhere, and it might be it's a decent keeper, but still not big. Though. All right. Nothing that I feel like you could you know really base a winning strategy on. But, okay. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of bites out there, like I said. And, and as far as you know, if you need to. You know, needing to catch a limit, you know, if you need two or three to fill out a limit, I think that that then it might be a, you know, a viable option, you know, to use for that. But as far as just going out and at least for me going out and making that my primary pattern, that, that's not going to be that's okay. not going to be a winning pattern for me. Now another thing we haven't really talked a lot about this week in our pre-tournament videos, um, and I don't know if you can necessarily weigh on this or not, but I'll ask you. Uh, when Suggs won back here in 2007, mm-hmm. uh, the thing he was kind of doing was that that standing timber, that deeper brush, or that deeper standing timber suspended fish, yeah. but they were relating to that timber. And from what I've heard a lot of this week is the fish haven't really set up right in some of those areas because the water dropped and where the thermocline's at, there's just not a lot of that better standing timber in that like 20 foot depth range you know that they would need to be right uh it's a lot a lot of it's deeper and most of that has to do with the water that came down uh can you that could be um i definitely don't think that that's very good right now either and that's one thing that you know even if that is good you know suggs one doing that i don't know if he caught a limit every day right on the last day i'm pretty certain he didn't catch a limit so that just and you know you know somebody like that they know a lot of good places to go you know, to take advantage of that pattern. And, and if it's hard for somebody like that to put together a limit in the course of a day, it's, it's near impossible for somebody that doesn't have all these places in their back pocket to go out there and find it. Right. And, and so for that reason, you know, I, I really don't, yeah, I don't look for that kind of bite. It's just, it's a needle in the haystack bite, in my opinion. And so unless sure. you're just vastly familiar with a, a body of water, then I think you're kind of, I feel like you're wasting time doing that. Um, and so I, I try to fish. I try to find fish that are that are just easier to find. You know, I, I search for fish that I'm either seeing, you know, they're some type of you know schooling activity or something that I can mark. You mm-hmm. know, but if it's just as, you know trying to find some isolated timber in, in a forest of timber out there, and, and you got one cast that you got to make, that's just yep. that's just too hard for me to. I can't wrap my mind around that. I mean, that's just I don't I don't mess with all that. All right, um, I guess. Uh, Another thing I kind of want to talk about is this tournament. I mean, obviously it's the Forestwood Cup. You know, the the field. Um, it's kind of you know it's the best of the best mm-hmm. in, in this tournament. But I feel like in years past, in, in certain cups, it's kind of been. You know, I feel like it's been a little more open for the field. But I feel like this year, um, 
the vibe I'm kind of getting is that there could be a lot of guys getting spun out, uh, especially some of these guys. It's their first time to the cup. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and you go all day, you only got three bites. You got two in the box maybe at 130. Um, do you think we'll see a lot of veterans excel in this because of, you know, the way like yourself and, you know, Andy Morgans, the Brian Thrifts of the world um, can kind of control and manage those emotions, you know, and still fish hard all the way until you got to check in? Yeah, I mean, that's that's quite possible. I could see it playing out like that. Um, you know, I, I can still I can still see a you know a rookie or somebody else taking this thing home too. You know, like you mentioned at the beginning. I mean, everybody here is having a good year. You oh know, yeah. Whether it's their first year on tour or not, I mean, they're they're fishing well just to be here. And so, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily count anybody out, but I, I get what you're saying about there being a different vibe. Um, yeah. You know, it's the lake's fishing really tough right now, and you're just going to have to go out there with a different mindset and, and know you, you might not get five bites. And so you gotta, you gotta go with what you think is going to get two good bites or, yep. or three good bites and, and be, you know, comfortable doing that. And, and that'll be hard for a lot of guys. I mean, it's, and it's always been hard for me. Um, even personally, just, I like, I like to catch five. I mean, and so, you know, but I'm I'm gonna go into this one without that mentality. I, I'm gonna, okay. you know, if it looks early on like you know five's not gonna happen, then I'm going for the three that I think that I need to keep me in it. Sure. And and so I'll, yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns in this one, and you know I don't think that I'm gonna be, you know, trying to go to any kind of backup pattern or plan B or C or anything like that. I mean I know it's tough, and I think I, I have a good feel for what it's gonna take to to make the cut, and, and I'm just you know I'm going with that in mind and i'm going to stick to it okay well i think we'll we'll kind of flip out of this year's cup and i, I want to ask you and i know we've talked about it in articles and i'm sure you've talked about it a bunch as the year gone on but i feel like this is a good time for you to reflect um this past tour season with the weight of already being qualified for this cup mm -hmm. off your shoulders and especially after the way you qualified last year right. um did you did you fish any more relaxed this year did you kind of did you fish any differently than you normally would attack a tour season um, because you already knew you were qualified for the cup? Did you take any risks that you wouldn't normally do? Not really. And I did mention that a couple times when people would ask me. I kind of thought that I might do that, you know, before the season started. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I even said that in some interviews and things like that, that maybe I would, you know, be less conservative and take, you know, take more risks. But as the season played out, it really didn't. You know, looking back on it, I don't think I did that. I, I kind of just fished the same um, as I always do. I mean, you're always trying to catch as, as much weight as you think that you can catch in practice, and, and that's that's kind of the way I do. A lot of guys, you know, they may go out and struggle in practice, and then they say, well, I'm swinging for the fences, and then they do something completely off the wall in the tournament, and then they hope that they you know, hit a home run, and, and I don't ever do that. You know, I, I fish, my tournaments are based on my practice. You know, okay. I, I try to make the best use of the information that I gather during practice. If I think my ceiling is, you know, 14 pounds, then I, that's, I, when I go out that tournament day, I'm concentrating on, on putting together a tournament day that's based on what I found in practice, trying okay. to catch that 14 pounds. I'm not gonna go out and, and try to catch a 20 pound bag that I hadn't even come close to the past three days. I mean, it's just, that's not the way I do. And, and, it, and I think that's just my personality that, um, I always like to catch five, like I said before. I always like to, to try to be consistent. And, and at the end of the day, too, I mean, it, 
you could go out there and go for broken every tournament and, and not catch a check or cash a check. And I don't want to do that. I still, I'm in this game to make money, you know, so I still, you know, I still want to make a check in every event that I fish and, and you're not always going to do that if you just go for broke each time. Okay. Um, I guess the final thing I want to talk about is, um, you got, you got a new line of rods. Yeah. Um, yeah. and we got to look at them at ICAST. Right. And, um, just kind of walk us back through, kind of fill the people back in on, on what it is. Uh, level performance rods, yeah, level, name of them, level right? rods, yeah, level rods. Sure, um, you know, a lot of people they think that I kind of you know started this endeavor after the cut, but it actually the wheels were put in motion before, and you know, the the actual blank that I fished with during the cup and caught most of my fish on is the blank that I'm that I'm basing okay. my whole ride series off of. So, you know, it got its start back then, and 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 I fished with it in the cup and. And just liked it. I mean, it was just—it's a great blank, and so that's what I decided to base my whole line of rods off of. And, and we have a booth here at the Cup, yep. um, in booth 61. I just got finished setting up all that a little while ago. It's just—it's been really exciting for me. Um, you know, I've never done anything like this in my career, but yeah, you know, I think that I think Level Rods is unique in the fact that you know this is a company. It's not something that I'm endorsing, and you know, it's not a sponsor that came to me and said, "Hey, look, you know, we'd like to associate you with our product." Can you endorse it? You know, this is mine. You know, right. so from the from the beginning, you know, I've had my say in how I want my grips, how what, what length do I want my handles. You know, all my guide setups. So I've been able to design these things. You know, from the beginning, and I, I, there's not a lot of rod companies out there. I think that you know that have a, a professional, you know, a current professional sure. that you know that bases his living off fishing that design rods and, and come out and sold them. And there's been a couple, but you know, I think that makes it unique a little bit. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really happy with the way they've turned out. It's, it's a great rod, and, I'm, and I feel like I'm offering it at a very affordable price, especially for the level of quality you know, that this mm -hmm. rod is. They're built here in America, which is a, you know, a plus. I definitely Absolutely. Wanted, to, I wanted to be able to, to say that, and so I was able to accomplish that. And um, It's just a, it's a great rod. It's a light, light rod. It's sensitive. It's durable. You know, it's, it's a very durable rod, which I, that was a you know, really key thing for me was mm -hmm. to have something that I felt comfortable putting out to the public that I was going to have, you know, very few issues with. And, um, yeah, I think we've accomplished that. Now, is uh, you mentioned there's a booth here at the Cup. Uh, is this the first time the public is going to be able to see, really get their hands on them? Yes, I, I, probably. You know, I had some of the ICAST, and you know, I was able to, some riders and some media sure, able sure. to see them there, obviously. But, um, yeah, as far as as far as other than people you know that I've you know come in contact with you know throughout the year that have bought some from me, this is gonna be the first time that you okay, know, somebody's cool. gonna be able to just walk up and say, hey, I'd like to see one of these. You know, here they are, and they can pick them up and feel them. So definitely, yeah. I mean, I, we've had a website, and the website's been up yep. for a, a couple of weeks now, uh, but this will be the first time that I've had that I've had them out in public for people to get a close and up person to look at them. Okay, and then going on from here. Uh, when will the the public be able to? Can you order them online oh, off yeah, the website? I, yeah, the, okay. the website's you know it's functional now. Yeah, I, okay. I can take orders now. Um, but yeah, we're still you know still looking for that you know that first time. Like I've been looking forward to this because this was like I said going to be the first time that people are going to be able to actually sure. come pick it up and feel it and talk about it and ask questions about it. And has there been any uh, any plans with uh, any uh, big retailers to, to carry them or anything not like yet. that? You know, not yet. Um, you know, and down the road, that's definitely something that I'll think about. But you know, that's that's one good thing about you know the approach that I've taken with this is that I can kind of just you know pace myself and go at my own speed. You know, yeah. I don't have any. There, there's nobody else that I have to worry about except myself in, the, in this cool. whole thing right now. So you know, I can you know it kind of got pretty slow. You know, it slowed down as mm -hmm. the season started, and I had other things that I was working on. And, you know, fishing obviously took sure. a, you know 
a big portion of my time. But you know, this off season I'll be able to dedicate a little more time. And you know, I think down the road it's probably something that I'll think about. You know, talking with some retailers. But at least for the time being, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna direct sell. You know, do direct sales off the website. Um, obviously, I always have rides with me at the tournaments, and I've had yep. co-anglers. A lot of co-anglers have bought rides, and um, it's just you know I've gotten a lot of. It's been all positive reviews. I mean, it really has been from the from the beginning, which you know I was, you know I, I felt like that was going to be the case, but you never really know until <laughs> people start getting them and they start fishing with them. But you know, just the you know the, the positive reactions that I've got have been you know, it's been really nice. Well, cool, man. Uh, I think that that pretty much wraps it up here for us. Uh, definitely, folks, if you're you're around hot springs. Come on down. Check out the Level Performance yeah, Rods booth before you, you come it, on into the weigh-in. Levelfishingrods.com. If you can't make it here, you can definitely but, check them out. Though. All right. You can check them out online. Uh, Anthony, before I let you go, uh, where can the folks follow you on your social media outlets uh, throughout this tournament and throughout the rest of the year? Man, that's a good question. I, I don't even know the, the, <laughs> the address for my Facebook page. Um, I have a Facebook page, but I don't know how to tell anybody how to get to it. That's pretty bad. Um, is it just Anthony, Anthony Gagliardi? Gagliardi? It is Anthony okay. Gagliardi, and um, and I have I have a level page also. We have a, okay, a sure. Live page. There's not much on it yet. I just started. I just got it up and going a couple of days ago, but that's something they can um, definitely get on there. And speaking of that, I, we will be having a, a contest here at this um, event. We'll have a drawing for a free rod. Come by oh, the booth cool. and register. Um, just fill out name, address, email, and, and we'll have a drawing at the conclusion of the tournament. Then I'll also be doing a separate giveaway. That will be on my personal Facebook page as well as the level, as well as the okay. level page. There'll be details on there how to enter that, and and I think that's going to September the fourth. I think is going to be the deadline for that. So we'll be giving another right on. Here. So well, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, you know, level performance rides. I think is the Facebook page. Get okay. on, check it out, like it, share it, and, and be, like I said, there'll be a there'll be a blurb on it about the contest, and just follow the directions on there, and you'll be entered in the contest. Cool deal. Well, uh, hopefully. Uh, at some point this week, maybe I'll sneak a peek over. I'll check out. I'll Absolutely. come say hey to you yeah. and, and check hopefully, out your well, rods. Hopefully, you're talking to somebody else, and I'm still out on the lake. Fishing <laughs> well, yeah, <right>. exactly. <laughs> or hopefully, it's the final day, and we're taking some photos of That's it right. with, with some baits tied on and exactly. for the website. Um, but good luck this week, Anthony. We'll definitely keep an eye on you. And uh, folks, like you said, come on down, check out his rods at the expo. Come on in the weigh-in. It's gonna be a good time. Thanks for joining us, Anthony. Good luck. Thank you. And now we're joined by Wesley Strader. Wesley has won here on Wachita before. Uh, granted, things were a little different then. Also, did pretty well last time the Cup was here on Wachita and had a heck of a season. Wesley, uh, I guess, give me the rundown. How's Wachita treated you in practice you so know, far? I, I, I don't want to be overconfident, but uh, the first two days of practice, were they were okay. They weren't stellar. But considering the conditions and how hot it is and, you know, typical August fishing, you know, here on, in Washtenaw, it, it was okay. But uh, I tried to expand and do some other things, you know, the last day of practice, you know, some deep stuff. And, and uh, really to no avail, I just, uh, I can't get bit deep. I mean, I can see them. I can't catch them. I can get them to chase my bait up and down. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if that, what this weather's going to do, but... Uh, this, the last day of practice wasn't really that stellar, so uh, I'm kind of going to have to go on my first two days of what I had the first two days. All right. So Was was the last day not real stellar because you kind of tried to do some different things yeah, and just I, I cover just, bases? I, I tried to do some I, I spent a lot of the day deep, you know, trying and finding brush piles and brush piles that I had seen in the past and fishing on them. But okay. 
uh, you know, it, it didn't work. I mean, I don't know if I wasn't doing the right thing in the brush piles, but I could see the fish in the brush piles. But, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, but I'm like I said, I'm just going to go on my first two days of practice. And, you okay. know, and, then, and here's another thing. It, you know, it's raining like cats and dogs out there right now. I mean, yeah. it was flooded here a minute ago, so that's going to throw a... That's going to throw a, a wrench into the spokes, too. So, you know, a lot of these guys that are fishing shallow. Uh, this could muddy the water up and make that whole shallow deal a lot tougher than it already has been. Yeah, because it seems like a little rain would be a really good thing for the shallow bite. And just for, in general, maybe. To I wanted it to rain like off. six inches and bring the water up like two or three feet <laughs> and see how people adjust to that. Now, that would really, that would really throw some, uh, some drama into yeah. the, the cup. I don't, I don't think we're quite getting that. Uh, we're also we're live on Periscope right now, um, Chris. Do we have any questions we need to be aware of for that? Uh, what are you using this week? Oh, you know, this is the typical Washita stuff. You know, like uh, uh, I've been throwing a PH Custom Lures uh, prop bait, uh, uh, just a bluegill pattern prop bait. That that seems to be the thing. It really uh, is one of the big things here when the the brim are up spawning and they eat them and. Uh, that's that's one of the main things. I mean, I ain't gonna disclose some of the other things I'm doing, but uh, I got a little a few things that I've I've done a little bit different, and uh, I'm getting a few bites on it. I just need to. I would really like for the sun to shine a lot. All right. Now I want to interrupt our periscope questions. You caught maybe the unofficial biggest fish in practice. That was our periscope question. <laughs> oh, awesome. So. Did you catch that on one of those other things you don't want to talk about? No, actually, I caught that on a, on a prop bait. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, th- those are far and few between. I may not see another one this whole week, but uh, that one, that was when I first got here, and, I, and I, that's before I wrote, bent my hooks over and, you know, tried to, you know, tried to shake everything and everything else. It'd be, just trying to find the areas of where they're at, but that was, uh, I got a little pumped when I caught that one, but let's just put it this way. <laughs> it went downhill from there. <laughs> Well, it would be hard for it to go uphill from there because that was a real big one. But yeah, I can see, yeah. you know, just I mean, kind of I would a take five fish. of those a day for three days anyway. If you caught five of those for three days, you might win this thing without catching any I, fish on the last day. I, I would go out. I would bet a lot of money that that possibly would happen. <laughs> what was the weight on it? Yeah, it's probably four and a half pounds. You know, yeah, five of those a day for three days. Yeah, I, that would win for sure. I mean, I don't foresee anybody. It, it's it's really tough. I mean, I it's. You think in low fifties to win? I think I I think in even mid forties. Really? I mean it's uh. I, I mean I, I knew it was. It's been tough, but. And here's the thing too: you can't always go on what everybody's saying, you know, because they don't want to, you know, just jump out there and say, "Yeah, I'm catching them, I'm catching them." But you mean you have a lot of guys poor mouth. I know it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. But, you know, you say they got four or five bites a day, or four, six or seven bites. We're not going to stay in the area and fish it real hard. Yeah. You know, those six bites might turn into 18 bites or, you know, you know, so you, you never know really what you're on in practice until after the tournament starts. You know, you see, you gauge it, you, know, you engage it a little better after the first day of the tournament. Okay. Any more questions over here? Come right. on. Come on, people. Get some more questions. It's Wesley's Trader. Come on, Scopers. Let's go. <laughs> um, so, Wesley, what's different from 2011 to now? You know, what's the... What is, what has changed in your mind? What are some of the big the big differences? Well, I, I think I uh, for one thing, the water is down a little bit more than it was, and it hasn't been quite as hot as it has been um, in in 2011. When we was here in 2011, I think the first day we got here, the heat index was 114 degrees, and it was 
it was stifling hot. I mean, it was it was it's probably one of the hottest tournaments I've ever fished, and uh, that's probably the only difference, you know. And and I'll say this: they were probably a lot more bluegill spawning. There was a lot more brim beds, and there's not there's not quite as many now. Okay, we got a good question. What are your top five picks, and one of them has to be a sleeper? All right, top five pick. West of Strader, West of Strader, West of Strader, no, West of Strader. I'm not even going to include myself in top five picks. I'm going to pick uh, Andy Morgan. He always catches them no matter where he's at. He could catch one in a dry bathtub with no water. Um, <laughs> you know, top five. Andy Morgan, Cody Meyer. Shad Skank. Let's see. Matt Brian Thrift, Matt Airy, those North Carolina guys are really good at uh, at um at that brim bed, that prop bait fishing. Yeah, running up, running and around. And let's the see banks. the dark horse. Who would be the dark horse? Mark Daniels Jr. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I like it. That would be a heck of an end to Circuit Breaker, man. If he won this thing, um, of course, it'd be just as cool, maybe cooler, if we got Wesley a win. Here. Uh, I wouldn't argue with if you let me fish the, the fourth day. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, be mad. I wouldn't be mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I have been photobombed. So, so T-Bird. Zach Burge wants to know why you're sandbagging. Why I'm sandbagging? <laughs> oh, I talked there, Zach Burge, you and your seven boat finding on the edge of the <laughs> edge of the channel, you and your boat shipyard, you and Scott Martin are fishing the same place. If you haven't seen his post. Yeah, no, I've seen both of those pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's. Hey, funny. I just want to know what you're gonna do is when one of them fish gets you down in the underneath the console and opens his gills up, won't come out from under the console. Or how are you gonna get him out of there? You gotta go swimming <laughs> for it. Um, man, I had. Oh, so Wesley, you've you've been you haven't got a cup win, but you're maybe due for a cup win. You've been doing this a long time with a lot of success, yeah. and you don't have a you're not a guy who wins a ton. You fish more consistent. Are you? Do you change your strategy at all come well, cup time? Yeah, you kind of do. I, I do because it's not. It's it's a one tournament. It's a one tournament deal. It ain't like you're having to have points or nothing, you know. So you're, uh, so you're kind of trying to change your strategy a little bit. You you're going for the win no matter what. Because, I mean, it's the biggest tournament of the year, and you, it's it's four days or you know four days of fishing. So, I I, I try to change that. I try to catch. You know, you're trying to catch the best that you can catch. You're not trying to, I'm not trying to say conserve or or manage your fish. You're trying to catch as much as you can each day to try to put some distance between you and the other guys. And, yeah. And sometimes that just it doesn't work out in the end, you know. But that's what you, it's what you try to do. It's what I try to do anyway. Okay. How bad do you want to win one of these things? <sighs> Probably as as bad as anything I've ever wanted because. Uh, when you win this, you, you've accomplished something that, that very few people will ever accomplish or have accomplished. All right. Um, uh, sort of on that same subject, you were leading the AOI race, and it looked like a pretty good lead, and you were going into Chickamauga, and we all said to ourselves, man, he's going to his home lake. Oh, yeah. He's going to pull away and cinch this thing up. What was, what was it like to lead, then what was it like to have it come well, apart at the end this is the way i look at it. i knew going into the to the to my home water that uh things weren't everything was behind it was about two weeks behind and i was catching them but i got 
I ran out of time on the second day because they didn't turn the water on till late. And that's the the one thing that, that, that crushes you when you're your home water. I knew so much to do and I and I tried not to panic and tried not to run around and and I didn't. I tried to just you know, but right there in them last three or four hours of the day I got to run around or the last four hours of the day I got to run I mean I didn't even have but one, you know, going into like one thirty. Mm-hmm. But then I saw that they turned the water on and I settled back down and I ended up catching, you know, like I don't know, like twelve or 12 pounds or something, something like that. But anyway, okay. that, that's the one thing that hurts you on your home water. You know so much to do, and you know so many places to go that uh, that's the one thing in the back of your mind that, you know, just you, you, it's hard to get that out of the back of your mind. You know, where I can run over here and catch one, or I can run over there and catch one. and just I'm not making no excuses, but I just ran out of time. Okay. If my flights were been flip-flopped, I'd have been okay because I was in the last flight the first day and the first flight the second day. So and then if you're if you turn out okay there, who yeah, knows what things would have been a lot different. But I knew going into that when I told my wife, I said it's, it's going to be a real grind. I mean, there's so many people on the ledges, and I tried to stay away from the ledges, and and uh, I had a I had a good bite going. It's just it wasn't typical Chickamauga where you can put your trolling motor down. And, you know, I catch you know normally I can go down one like one stretch and catch 16, 17, 18 pounds a bass and it just wasn't like it you'd put your trolling motor down and you'd get a bite every 30 30 or 40 minutes so it, it wasn't typical it didn't hold true to form okay um would you rather would you ra- money aside would you rather win a cup or an aoi let's I'd say rather, they paid the same or i'd rather i'd rather win the cup because the trophy's a whole lot cooler it is, a, it is a pretty nice I, trophy. I told somebody, I said, if I win that thing, I'm taking the top off of it, and I'm drinking me a cold frosty out of it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Do we have any more questions over here? All right. Wesley, um, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's been a real fun season. Well, um, uh, just uh, hold on there. There's going to be many more seasons to come. That's that's the plan. Uh, I guess this week, what are your what do you give yourself for odds? to to get this thing one in 50 okay those are pretty good odds yeah yeah all right well wesley thanks for coming on and man good luck out there thanks jody appreciate it see you guys all righty we're back kyle uh first thing i want to ask you i didn't listen in to the gagliardi interview Mm -hmm. is there anything i need to know from that is there anything that stuck out to you about it or whatnot well i will tell you first of all uh so we talked talked about the cup Yep. Talked a little bit about uh, him, you know, just reflecting on being a Forestwood Cup champion. And we talked about his new fishing rods. That yep. was kind of the breakdown of what we covered. So as far as the cup stuff went, um, not really. It, it sounds like he's kind of in that boat where tried a little bit of everything, wasn't really pleased with everything he saw, but he's prepared to go. Like if he only thinks he can get three good bites a day, he's prepared to fish for three good bites a day okay which a lot of guys are because Mm -hmm. it's the cup and doesn't matter if you finish in 20th right it matters if you win yes i mean that's all that is on the line this week so everybody gets paid you can Mm -hmm. finish dead last catch no fish at all and you get a check you get 10 grand that's and that's good enough for everybody they want to win all right um cool did you talk to him about how much he wants to maybe win two in a row um, a little, but he, you know, he kind of just led with his, uh, you know, every take one tournament at a time. Um, <laughs> but I did mention like, you know, it'd be, he could be the first, not only two time cup champion, but back to back. 
Cup champion. That'd be a pretty cool way to go, right? Heck yeah. And I think, uh, you know, he kind of, the thing you don't really get with the podcast, he kind of gave me a little smirk, like, yeah, okay. But, you know, I don't yeah. think his answer really totally reflected, reflected that necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, I don't know, man. It's entirely possible, too. Like, we talked a little bit about schooling fish. We didn't get too in depth. Now, I don't know if he's more tuned into that than he led on with in the interview. But as we saw last year, he's good at he. He's this pretty lake good at that. Fits him really well. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily a guy who you look at as a contender on a grass lake. Right. But the grass is, to me, a very secondary pattern on this lake. It's something you can do well in. But even the places, even the times where you're catching fish around grass, it's not so much about the grass as that the fish are shallow and the techniques you use to target them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I think. Yeah. So I. I see this thing as setting up really, really well for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a brush lake. It's a schooling lake. It's a shallow brim type. All things that he's good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll be keeping a pretty close eye on Gagliardi this week. Yeah. I'd, I'd say so. Um, all right. As far as the Wesley interview went. Yeah, I didn't hear any of it. Yeah. So. Well, first of all, he's typical Wesley. I love it. Um, which is great. <laughs> I mean, you, you got you to gotta love that. Uh, did he give you any good like it's hotter than? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't ask for him because it's not really that hot out there. Well, currently no. Yeah, it's raining a ton out there right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Which could really make some things interesting tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Zach Burge is fishing some areas that maybe not everyone else is fishing, and anybody else really who's fishing shallow stuff, you mm-hmm. know, they their stuff could get blown out. Yeah, it rained a lot today. I mean, the streets were flooding. Like oh, we yeah, were driving back from lunch, and it was there were like six inches of water on the side of the streets. Yeah, the it was I mean, insane. It was really crazy. So, I mean, who knows what's going on with some of the stuff that's either up one of the creeks, more in the backs of pockets, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where it can get it could get muddied up and blown out, and it, you could go from having a good solid game plan to just coffee colored water and for sure not catching them so i don't know about that but wesley he seemed to he had one day that was pretty bad at practice but he had two (laughs) days that he liked yep or at least was okay with and he said he also was kind of saying that you know how everybody everybody likes to complain and he said they all like to complain but it's actually not so bad it's you know it's not that he not that he thought it was going to be like good necessarily, <laughs> but he was pretty. He was kind of. He was sounding kind of a little bit, maybe not not like wildly excited, but a little bit like, "Hey, this could be something going on here." Yeah, I kind of gathered that from him when I talked to him the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that. I would. Gosh, Wesley is a guy who I'd love to see win this oh, thing. That'd be He's cool. so due. Um, I mean, we got so many guys who are due though. True. And so many guys who are due to win the second one. True. <laughs> so, it'll be a really... This week is going to be really fun, I think. Um, and I think it'll be close. I don't think... Oh, yeah. I don't, I think, don't think anyone think, will run away with you it. You know, Martin kind of ran away with it last time yep. we were here. Uh, and, of course, Gagliardi did, like, the opposite of running away <laughs> with it last year. <laughs> but I think that it's going to be a tight one. I think we're going to be... I don't think day four is going to be predetermined at no, all. No, no, not at all. Which will be... That's fun. All right. Uh, what should we talk about? What do we... What what have we seen? What are we looking forward to? What what are your impressions from practice? I'll start there because you you got out here. You did two days worth of practice interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
talked to a lot of guys. If you had to pick the patterns that make up the top 10, do you have any idea what ones you'd pick? Uh, Would you pick all of them? Would you say it's going to be two or three? No, I think think the guys in the top 10 will have at some point throughout the week have caught fish schooling, whether it's half their limits or, you know, like, or just a random After fish a, big, or, a big fish. Yeah, four-pounder like here that. or something like that. Uh, probably maybe lean on some brush piles, more for a numbers thing, uh, yep. if you're trying to fill out your limit. It seems like it's really – it seems like we're going to see a lot of limits out of brush is the impression yeah. I'm getting. Yep, there's, not big limits. There's quite a few spotted bass, maybe in the one-and-a-half, two-pound range, mm-hmm. spots to be caught in the brush. And I think a lot of guys who maybe they want to play it a little safe, maybe they just want to get to day three, Yep, could – go out and catch themselves a quick, a relatively quick, small limit, and then look for bigger Spend fish. Spend the rest of the day looking for yeah, a big if bite. they choose yeah. that. I mean, there might be guys who just say, hey, I'm not looking for small fish. I'm looking for five big bites. Yep. So there might be plenty of guys who forego getting a limit when they mm-hmm. could get a limit. Uh, but, I, you know, I think there's that kind of strategy in there, too. Oh, for sure. And I definitely think that shallow bite will probably, in my mind right now, that seems like it could be the strongest player. Uh, it. The, the deep stuff, it just doesn't seem like uh, no one's been too overly dialed in on something out there. They haven't, the, the quality's not there. And it's been that way when we've been here in years past. Yeah. The, you don't get a lot of bites shallow, but when you do, They're big. it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's like a two and a half to three and a half. I mean, it's yep. a dang good one. Plus, you know, you got a chance at a four or five, maybe a six. I mean, there's some big ones cruising around. I've heard a lot of guys tell me they've seen wolf packs cruising around. Uh, in practice, with, not as many as last year. Not as many not, as sorry, not last year, but 2011. Yeah. Yep, not as many. But when they do, I mean, I've had a few guys tell me they saw a couple groups of four to five pounders swimming around. You know, and you think, shoot, if I get to get one of them to bite, yeah, you know, and then and then fill it out. I also think the another thing we'll see from all the top ten, uh, everyone will have a top water tied on. Yeah, I don't I think agree. you'll see a guy that doesn't whether rely it's a on schooling that. thing or. Because there are fish just roaming around in the middle of the lake. Yeah, literally. Shad, yeah. <laughs> uh, just doing doing schooling type stuff that almost reminiscent of a blueback herring situation. Yeah, kind of. Where y- you, some of them are predictable. A little, They're a little predictable. Mm-hmm. There are fish that regularly school. And there might be guys who plan on going to do that. For sure. Uh, and some of those schooling fish are a little better than average. A little better than a brush pile fish. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a... I think it could be a big player. I think it might be really hard. There is no pattern besides the brush piles that I feel like is something where you can count on it day to day, but I don't know that you can count on the brush piles to be good enough day to day to win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think that's why it's going to take a mix. Mm -hmm. It's going to be somebody who has, maybe you have, the guy you win might have a good day fishing schooling fish, uh, a good day fishing shallow fish, Mm -hmm. a, a meh day of brush pile fish, and then they might have one day where they mix in three brush pile fish, and they caught one in the morning schooling, and oh, yeah. at two in the afternoon they caught a four pounder up shallow. Yeah, like it. That could be how this thing is won. It could be the guy who's just the most versatile, which has me really excited because uh, not only I mean the guy that wins the Forestwood Cup, obviously a great angler, but I like this one because you might have to adapt every day. Now, granted, that's not to say. Guys that have won in the past haven't had to change up every day. But this is, like, yeah. quite the stark contrast of changing. Like you just mentioned, 
whether you're catching a schooling fish, then you're out on your electronics on a brush pile, and then next thing you know, you're pounding the bank. I mean, that's a pretty um, wide variety of things for a guy to consistently catch fish for four days straight to be doing and do well, you yep. know, do better than the other 49 guys he's fishing against. So I'm kind of excited to see because we've talked a lot about it uh, on the podcast, not on the podcast, but like your Wesley Straters, your uh, Scott Martins, Wheeler, Thrift, Morgan, all these guys that are just really good at just Everything. fishing. Yeah, yeah, just going fishing. Not like, oh, man, if I can't catch them in a brush pile, I'm doomed. You know, and there's a lot of guys in this cup that are really good at just going fishing. That's the season, the way the season developed, you had to be good at just going fishing. Yeah. Because, and that's how the guys all, you know, all made the cup. There was, it wasn't the kind of deal where you could bank on a pair of TVA tournaments where you fished out deep. Mm-hmm. You know, even, even the guys who say they did really well at chicken, like that was a big boost for him, like Clint Davis, he still had to catch fish other places. Right. Uh, it was... There was so much variety this season from even the betting tournaments. Mm-hmm. It, you didn't have to be catching betting fish. You could be doing other things. A lot of guys caught betting fish and mixed it up. Yeah. Like Scott Martin, uh, you know, at Smith Lake, he caught fish off beds and he caught fish that were schooling and yep. out deep. So there's all kinds of different little, there's all kinds of different routes to get to the Forestwood Cup. And I think, I mean, that's all the more power to the guys who got here. Absolutely. Know? And even the guys from the Rayovac Championship. Mm-hmm. who made it here last year, from last year. I mean, they, by and large, they didn't fish one pattern the whole time. No, uh, and, he, and he really couldn't. Yeah, I mean, Burge kind of did. He had a couple different areas. He's pretty dialed in. Uh, yeah. But, of course, he also got here via the <laughs> tour event, the tour. So you got that going for him. But, you know, and Capitan kind of had one key area that he kind of yeah. banked on. But, like, a Chris McCall... He did like three or four different things. You know, mm-hmm. he threw a rattle trap some, he threw a spinnerbait some, he had some docks, he had some banks, he had some shad. Yep. Casey Gallagher kind of did a couple different things. I mean, there was, there's a lot. This is a cool, this is a fun field. It really is. I'm definitely, it's probably one of the more exciting Forestwood Cup fields. Um, just in terms of like, I mean, anyone, like any one of these guys. Normally, you know, you get some of the guys that qualify for the Rayovac and you're like, yeah, they're good sticks, but. I just don't know if this lake necessarily yeah. is, you know, in their wheelhouse. But Wachita is setting up pretty good for just about anyone. Granted, the fishing's not Yeah, it's not like we're going to see a bunch of 20-pound bags. But right. you could see somebody win doing a little bit of almost anything, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, which I, I mean, I like. I mean, there's guys like George Capitan. You know, you wouldn't, you don't think, man, George, ultra stick, he's going to be on no matter what. Mm-hmm. But he's on him this week, or at least yeah. he was the other day in practice, what he told me. Mm-hmm. Whether, he doesn't usually lie about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, whether he continues to be on him, I don't know. But it's not the kind of tournament where anyone is already out of it. Yeah. It's not like you go to... It's not like going to Pickwick in June. And <laughs> right. it's like, okay, well, maybe Hackney does something incredible. But realistically... But otherwise... You can bank on these five guys being in the top 20. You can't do that this time. No. I mean, you can say Thrift is going to be in the top 20. You can say Scott Martin's going to be in the top 20. And they probably will be, but it's not really a guarantee by any means. For, for sure. For sure. And I think the other thing to look at this week, especially for uh, folks at home following along, don't be surprised when we start getting into day three and four and guys are talking about baits 
when the list they have of baits they're using is five pages long because yeah. and they have some... 20 rods on the deck and not there may not be one particular bait that shines through above the rest. Yeah, and sometimes you see that and it's just bunk. They yeah. actually are catching all their fish off one bait and they don't want to say it mm-hmm. or they want to include a bunch of other sponsors or whatnot. But I think this is one of those deals where it really could be true. Yeah, like you'll hear, I, I bet you'll hear in the winter story, well, I caught two this week on uh, some sort of walking bait, walking topwater. I caught two on a prop bait. Yeah, I two, caught a uh, couple on two a, on a drop shot, a couple big on a fish worm. head spin. Yeah, I mean, like literally a laundry list of yeah. baits that played for them this week. Yep. No, I, I, I agree. So they probably aren't lying about that. Well, time. they might still be lying about it because they're fishermen, but. You know, it's going to be, True. It's, I think it's going to be pretty interesting mm-hmm. for sure. All right. Um, you got to pick to win. I, I really don't. DW's asked me. Everybody keep, I think you got, people a lot keep of people, asking me too. Joe's asking me. I don't know. Me, yeah. I don't know who I want to pick. I mean, I kind of think it might be Scott Martin. I just, he seems to just really be in the right frame of mind for this tournament. Oh yeah. He really is excited for it. He's seen, you know, talking through him through his practice and uh, around him, because I've seen him three days in a row now. I, he launched at the same ramp that I was at every day. And I don't know. I just get the impression, not that he's, like, really on him, but that he's on enough that he's going to be in maybe decent shape. And he's yeah. one of those guys who can do a little bit of everything. Uh, I don't think I can really pick a particular person. However, I do feel like we got a really good chance to see a two-time cup champion this trip. Yeah. No, I, I agree, because Scott Martin, obviously. Right. Luke Lawson has really dedicated himself to the shallow bite. hmm And if anyone's going to win this thing doing one thing, it might be Luke Lawson. Yeah. He has had a generator in his boat all three days of practice. He has run his trolling motor on 100 all three days of practice. He knows what he's looking for. He's... He says there aren't as many fish shallow as there were in 2011, mm-hmm. yet he still dedicated his entire practice to fishing shallow. Wow. He's, you know, he said, you know, a couple days he would have had bad days, but he also said he would have had one day where he would have caught 18 pounds. Jeez. And that was the first day of practice. And he's, you know, he, he has leaned in, maybe it was the second day, he's leaned into the shallow bite more than almost anyone else has. Wow. And I think that that could be a guy who can do this thing mm-hmm. and do it one way. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, that's, that's a guy I would watch as a, a potential guy who's won here or who has won a cut before Dudley. Yep. You got to watch cause he's always, he's it's always, Dudley. he's always in something. If there are fish shallow, he's in it. Oh yeah. You know, and he, there are going to be fish shallow here. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Wheeler. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, that dude, he kind of likes fishing in big time tournaments. Uh, he's really good at getting out of the way, and there's plenty of there's. You can hide easily from, especially our on the water crew this week. There's yeah. gonna be guys that are gonna be, you know, we might be scratching our head by day two, like, well, I don't even know we where he's feel fishing. like we covered yeah. the lake. I haven't seen him. Wheeler's a guy that could get squirrely in one of these uh, backs of these creeks, uh, get dialed in on something shallow up there because he's pretty good at doing that. Yeah, the whole like. Bluegill bed. Now, not there's a lot of there's not a lot of fish on the bluegill bed pattern, but uh, I could see him being one guy, kind of like Clawson, that if someone was going to win it one way, 
could be Wheeler. Yep. No, I I agree because I think that he's he's the kind of guy who likes to look for the winning bite. Oh yeah. And he's not. He wants to, his ideal scenario for any tournament is to do one thing the whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. he can mix it up and he can do different things. But I think for this one, if he can find something, if he he's looking to find the what's going to win it. He's not looking to oh, yeah. find how to get a good bag. You Plus, know what I mean? He so he won in twenty twelve. Goes the next year on the Red River. Basically, for a little while on the final day, he was leading it. Yeah, for a it was very looking large... like he was going to win. Like yeah. he was, he was like one fish away from winning at certain points. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it was like he might do this. And if he had won, that would have been the biggest Forest Wood Cup comeback of all time. Yes, uh, I did all the stats by hand to, yep. to check that. It would have been like moving up like forty places because he caught like nine pounds or something the first day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, and then last year. Another solid performance in the cup. I mean, the dude, he's just like you said. He loves fishing to win. He loves trying to find winning fish, going all in on something like that. Yeah. And so maybe I will retract that. Maybe if I'm going one name, I'm going going Scott Martin's buddy or Wheeler. Scott Martin is Wheeler's buddy? I don't really know exactly how it works, but they're definitely buddies. Can we say that? They're bros, and I'm going to go Wheeler. Okay. I think that's a really... Uh, I talked myself into it. <laughs> I think that's a really good pick. Yeah. Who did I pick? Did I pick Scott Martin? I think you leaned towards yeah. Scott Martin. I'll lean towards Scott Martin. Okay. That's that's where I'll lean. But let I, it be known that we really... I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't Whoever be, wins this thing, yeah. I wouldn't be like, man, I didn't see that coming. No, I mean, you're you're right. Because it, it could be James Biggs. It could be Mark Daniels Jr. It could Absolutely. be Sean Gordon. Which, any never of those saw guys, Mark Daniels this week. Uh, I talked to him at uh, registration. Oh. He says it's tough. <laughs> it's a grind? Did he say it's a grind? No. Oh. He didn't say that. You sound kind of Canadian when you're saying that, by the way. You're kind of... I feel like when sometimes when Mark Daniels says grind, he enunciates really well, and it catches me off. Do you mean enunciates? Yeah, what I say. Enunciates? <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, you know, basically. Uh, fruit. Yeah. Um, okay, good deal. Uh, I think that might do it. I think it might. Cool. I think we'll, we can, uh, it'll be a fun podcast next week when we can kind of look back on stuff and pick see how wrong. See how wrong we were? Absolutely. See how wrong we were, see who won this thing. I'm, I'm just so excited to do this and to have it start, yeah. to get it underway. Because I was, so the, the day before, I drove out here on Saturday, um, Got in. I was going to go out. I went out Sunday with Burge for an yep. on-the-water gallery. And I uh, I don't know if it was because just I wasn't feeling well or because I was excited or whatnot. But I slept for about two hours on Saturday night. It was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was real bad. Uh, and I was at a McDonald's at like 4 in the morning because I woke up at like 3 in the morning. And I was like, well, <laughs> I just can't sleep anymore. So I'm just going to go and find some Wi-Fi and sit down and like eat a biscuit and drink some coffee. <laughs> and then I got to the ramp super early and whatnot. But like, you know, walking out of the hotel in the morning, I was just keyed up. I yeah. pep in my step. I'm, I mean, I know I'm going to be worn out by the end of this thing, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be firing the whole time. Oh yeah. Cause this is, this is fun. It's cup time, man. got to raise your game. That's right. All right. Well guys, if you want to raise your game along with us, you should follow it us at flwfishing.com. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we got all kinds of cool things in store 
for the cup. It's going to be for sure. It's going to be a good. It's going to be a really nice little coverage week. Um, you can follow us on Periscope. You can follow us on Snapchat. Snapchat's yep. FLW official, I think. Yeah. Or is it official FLW? Uh, I think it's FLW official. FLW official on Snapchat. Periscope's just FLW fishing, just like Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitter, and Facebook are. Um, you can follow Kyle on Instagram at Kyle Lumber. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jody Blanco. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, oh, if you want to email Jody and I for questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up at podcast at FLWfishing.com. Yeah. And finally, if you're in Arkansas, I want to see you at the Cup. Yeah, come on down. Because it's the the Expo uh, Saturday, Sunday is going to be unreal. It looks awesome. It's got... Oh, yeah, we walked through it tonight. We walked through it. Mm-hmm. It's There's there's essentially like sort of two halls. There's one main sort of central hall. Yep. And then there's booths that ring the entire area, oh, basically. Yeah. So you're going to have a little bit of everything. People will be selling a lot of cool stuff. Um, like, there's a booth set up with Gagliardi's Forestwood Cup and his rods, his level yep. rods that he's selling. Which uh, would be the first... You could be some of the first people yeah, to get your hands Basically, you'd be the first one on to buy one. one. Yeah. And they are really sweet feeling rods to be honest i haven't picked one up yet but i told him i'd come bug him about it yeah so. no they're sweet rods and i realized that i they're bats and enterprises those the people who are involved with his rods are the same people who i realized made uh the blank of a rod that my dad has that is basically my favorite rod to steal oh it's like a seven two sort of medium heavy kind of deal and it's a sweet rod Maybe it's like a medium heavy heavy or a heavy medium. You know, it's a little bit yep. more than just a medium heavy. Uh, it's a good sort of jig rod, dock rod kind okay. of deal. And so when I realized that and I recognized it on the blank, I was like, hey. So now I'm really even higher <laughs> on Gagliardi's rods than I was before. Uh, so there's all kinds of cool stuff going on. Um, For sure. Let's see. And maybe you get to see Jody and I. Well, maybe, but probably not, because you and I are going to be either on the lake or in the car going right to weigh-in, basically. Yeah, but you can see us walking around. Yeah, to weigh-in. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, weigh-ins, 5 o'clock Thursday, 5 o'clock Central Time, Yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the same time, all at the uh, Bank of the Ozarks Arena mm-hmm. in Hot Springs, or online, flwfishing.com. That's right. Um. I think that's I think that's and got also it. don't forget to check out the bass and barbecue thing if you like barbecue you can get yep. you some of that and then we got a bunch of concerts this week too yep. so all kinds of cool stuff to do before weigh-in kicks off keep you and the family occupied and it's gonna be it's gonna be a cool cool show it's gonna be fun you got a chance to win a ranger boat if you come heck yeah and Gags gives me a chance given, to win a ranger boat Gags is giving away a rod too I bet that's not the only rod getting given away. I I'm bet betting there's a lot, there's of, a lot stuff. of stuff. But out a boat, there. you can win a range of boat. All you gotta do is you enter the drawing here. and be here. Yeah, you gotta Simple be here. Simple as that. Yeah, don't be emailing requests yeah. for the ranger. No, because first of all, if one of us wins it, well, first of all, we're probably not allowed. Yep. Second, we're not giving it to you. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's we're not. keeping it. <laughs> if we can wheel our way into that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. It's been uh, been, a, been a good ride. Episode number ninety was cool. It's a good time. Ten off of a hundred. Closing in. We did do a little peak cup update. We didn't do any more. I didn't do any more of those. I got too busy. But I hope you guys enjoyed that. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. Maybe you never listened. Um, 
But yeah, it's uh, going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Follow along, and we'll check with you guys next week. See ya. I'm ready to sing not. <laughs> All right. This is kind of cool. I feel important with this big thing in front of me. Wesley, you are important. Whatever. All right. We just want to see Jody whip and, and Nene. That's what we want to see. <laughs> <laughs>